Frank, I was trying to calculate this week how many hours I spend in a physical office, and it is probably 80 hours a week, I would say, because I'm either at the office in Redmond or I'm in my office here in Seattle. And between work hours and play hours and just being in and around it, that's like almost my entire week. I'm just in one room. Isn't it scary when you actually kind of track your time or do that calculation and you realize things like that? You know, the big shocker is like how much you sleep and how much you lose to that. And then, yeah, turns out, (laughs) especially weird addicts like us spend a lot of time programming. And that means being in the office in this, for me, a small environment, (laughs) not necessarily big. Yeah, it is. You know, I have a shared space. So it's me, my office, Heather's office. It's one office back to backs. It's also my closet and also where guests sleep if they come over. And what's unique is that I've been spending more and more time in here because now I'm not only doing work, but I'm doing side projects. I'm streaming, I'm gaming, and I'm also streaming podcasts on Twitch too. So I'm spending a lot of time inside of here. And what happened is when we first moved into our new place, I said, well, you know what? This is going to be great because I can redo everything. I can Mm. now undo all of the years of chaos that have unfolded at the last apartment. And then I can organize my life in this new apartment. And you know what happened? I know what happened. Do you actually want me to answer? Yes. (laughs) If it's anything like how this works with me, you have great plans. You're like, oh, new place, fresh start. But then you unpack a box and you're like, oh, well, that's the computer. I guess I'll just put that there where the computer would go. And then, oh, that's a thing. And then you just naturally put it where it would went in the last apartment. And you basically just reassemble the last apartment in your new apartment. Tell me, were you stronger than me, James? No, I was not stronger (laughs) than you. And that is the issue. The issue becomes that you are morphing and you're changing from one place to another place. And you're not actually redoing. You're just doing what you know. So I sat down and I I had this big issue because I started to watch all these videos of streamers and podcast setups and just organization. And I kept seeing one thing in common, which was it was very clean, like the workplace was very like organized. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is (laughs) like when you look at a desk, it is a computer and yours is too is pretty clean. It's like a computer monitor and a mouse and keyboard. And I started looking around and I noticed that when I was in Redmond, it was pretty much that I had my surface book and two monitors and a keyboard. And that was it because I don't bring anything else into the office. But at home, I had two keyboards, two mice. I have my surface. <laughs> I had monitors. I have like all these tchotchke things. I have little um, little characters. I have my Nintendo Switch. I have my microphone set up. I have my micro my microphone interface. I have pictures. I have all these things. And then to the right is my networking chaos, right? It's, I was like, oh, I'm going to redo my network. But in that, in that, uh, exchange of then IOT my house, it's, well, I got a router and now I have this light bulb thing. And then I have this TV thing. And then I have this, you know, huge enterprise switch for some ungodly reason. Cause I need in, you know, a 25 thing switch for all my ethernet ports, <laughs> you know? And I started yeah. looking around, I go, wow. I just look like a slob. Like, I just look like I don't even care. Like, I'm not even happy with I walk in. I'm like, I'm not even happy right now. And I started to realize that I'm spending so much time in here that it is sort of not making me 
joyful, you know, if we're going to Marie Kondo this in a way, wow. I'm not feeling happy. <laughs> have you felt this at all? Is, are you, is your office just super clean? So I have not seen the TV show, so I do not get the reference, but I get the reference, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, 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 wow, you said so much, James. <laughs> let's unpack. Um, let's go back to clean and the definition of clean. So I guess what we're referring to is like an Ikea ad or something, like what catalog designers think a workplace would look like or those modern furniture stores. Don't you love those? Where like, it could be. This is what your workstation should be. That but or you, you, see the, you, see the, you see the WeWork commercials or you see like people on Instagram, like, oh, look at how great mine is, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah very similar. <laughs> right, right. But if you go and look at any old photos of especially programmers, especially dude programmers, um, we're kind of slobs. <laughs> I mean, most <laughs> of the engineering professions, um, messy desks just kind of happen. Um, I've never met an engineer with a fully clean desk, to be thoroughly honest. Um, I don't know if I'd trust one with a fully clean desk. <laughs> what are you hiding? Where are you hiding it? Um, so I, I have debates about... Um, like, should we actually be striving for IKEA perfection and cleanliness? But I totally get your other perspective of if it's not making you happy, then you know that that sucks, and you got to do something about it. Um, yeah, it wires. Was, <laughs> we got to talk about wires more. It was wires. I think that really is what it came down to. And I'm not the problem with wires is that you can't live with them, and you definitely can't do anything without them. And I started to look around and I, you know, I have like HDMI switches and I have multiple different inputs and outputs and I have multiple monitors and there's cables and things coming off of it. And I go, I know I can't get rid of these cables, but why are they just like an explosion? Why is it like an <laughs> octopus of cables right. inside of here? You know, even um, the iOS SDK, it allows you to deploy to devices without a cable now. I'm like, yippee, mm -hmm. awesome. I can get rid of, um, well, you were talking about cables behind the computer, I think, but I have a different issue. I have cables in front of the computer, and that's for all the devices, all the iPads and iPhones and things that I test on. And um, so Apple came out with this thing, this wireless thing. I'm like, right, I'm going to get rid of all these wires. But you know what happens to devices that aren't plugged in? The battery dies, and then the <laughs> device gets useless. Like, that's you true. know, I, I wish they could, stay in standby mode for months i don't even need months i need like a week you know i'll i'll not yeah. deploy to a device for a week but that's enough time to kill it so wires <laughs> wires and i i actually have the same issue i have wires everywhere and it became that i had headphones and i had multiple headphones and then i had different hdmi cables and then i had different usb cables and i had different chargers and then you go oh well i'll just get like a wireless stand well, guess what? That wireless stand needs a cable. So, yeah, my, I'm you, sorry. We, sorry, I have to interrupt. My wireless charger has one of the thickest, biggest cables that annoys me the most for the wireless charger. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, and it grows. So that became the problem for me. If we kind of go back to when I moved in, everything sort of remained the same. And then I got to this breaking point and I said, I have now I have everything I have everything in this room that I believe I need. I have mm -hmm. three web cameras. I have my switch. I have my service. I have my supercomputer. I have two audio interfaces. I have everything that I believe my stream deck, my all my things I have everything. What if I sit down 
and mm-hmm. I draw a map out. Why do I have 18 different cables for audio and video that I have no idea why I'm using? Why am I using them? Right. And I was using them because it was the cable I had at the time. It wasn't, this is the optimal setup wire. So I take a step back and I drew a hand drawing out of my entire setup. So these are the monitors. These are the inputs. These are the outputs. These are the things I need to plug in. And I wrote this. It's the worst. If I can, I'm going to find it, find it and take a photo <laughs> of it. It's like the worst hand drawing ever. I said, I'm going to do this. Diagram. Right. <laughs> it, it, I should have used eye circuit to do it. <laughs> really? I, I would have known if I had everything correct. So I said, I'm going to buy some new cables. And let me tell you, buying cables and cable management things are relatively easy because Amazon basics has every cable you could imagine and cable management. But then you're like, well, I want the ideal length. So I'm going to get the six foot. Wow. You know, you're truly optimizing. You're trying to optimize, but then you realize, oh, well, actually you need more because you're going through cable management. So you need a longer cable. So today, Frank, I ordered everything. I got everything. And I freaking went nuts for three hours. I ripped everything (laughs) off. I removed everything, right? Everything. I even bought extra storage, everything. I need to send you the before and after photos on this. This is the best part. Um, I I think of it as um, wire bankruptcy, where you just, yeah, you just have to pull out every wire from every device and take a step back, (laughs) catalog them. It's always funny. It's like, uh, and then when you reassemble the system, there's always so many wires left over and you're like, where did these go? Why were they there in the first place? I I love that you think that you've achieved some kind of homeostasis (laughs) with your hardware and that that allows you to take a step back and redesign. I do fear that as time progresses, as new devices come out, new things, blah, da, 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 da. Uh, A big issue I have is Arduino uh, stuff and IoT Mm. stuff and my robot stuff. They're all different wires and different connections and all that. So my fear is (laughs) that your homeostasis is an (laughs) ever-changing homeostasis and you'll have to go through this process a few times. So I don't think there's any ever a real true pinnacle, but I'm excited to hear what you did after uh, wire bankruptcy. Well, I just sent you the before and afters and I'll try (laughs) to, you know, put some of these in the, in the show notes for everyone. So the cable management, what I ended up doing. So the reason why I organized this, because I wanted it to feel really warm and welcoming and open when I came into the office and also look relatively clean. And when you see these photos, I think you'll be impressed Mm -hmm. of the before and after. So, yeah. I want to describe to everyone uh, what I'm seeing here. Uh, The first photo he sent me looks like a garage sale. So (laughs) someone's trying to get rid of everything they got. (laughs) He's taken every wire apart. You wound up everyone. Very neat. Very neat. I would have just kept it in a big, messy snake nest of a pile. (laughs) But it's more fun. I like wrangling out of the pile. Um, But what? You got a couple monitors and you're trying to get everything onto a desk and you've got a lot of little peripheral things because you're a you're a techo weirdo. <laughs> I am. Yeah. So I, I was able to say, let me put all of my networking on one side. I said, what's nice is it's not only just cable managed, but it is network managing at the same time, because yeah. I know we want to live in a beautiful wireless world where everything is wireless, but you know what? I like to have <laughs> things wired. Things just go faster, <laughs> you know, in general. Yeah. <laughs> so I put every single thing that I possibly could in one corner. So the switch is there, the wireless router, the modem, my Nintendo switch, my surface book, my supercomputer, everything that could possibly need that is there. 
and I have two yeah. big surge protectors. But what you don't see is that every single cable sort of behind the monitors, you still kind of see it. You see some of the cables, they all go into one big pipe and the big pipe leads down. So you don't see any cables at all going down. So that means that as you walk into the room, you just see like a black pipe basically. And that's where all the cables <laughs> are going into. And that's sort of ideal um, because they're not just doing their own thing all over the place. So it was a combination of cables and networking and storage. But let me tell you the biggest thing that helped me in this entire process is that I have a lot of peripherals, just like you were saying, Frank. And this was the biggest issue is I have um, the stream deck. I have Logitech cameras. I have other cables and cords. I need to charge my phones um, and to test them. Mm-hmm. So what I found out is that my monitors have built in USB hubs. Oh, fancy. Look I didn't even I didn't even realize it. And my monitors are not super high end too. I think my uh, my 2K one is was two hundred dollars and my Asus one was like one fifty. One's you know okay. two two twenty five hundred or whatever. If it's um a powered hub or if it's an unpowered hub. Have you done any tests? That's the beautiful part is that since the monitor is powered you it is powered because the monitor has to be on and working (laughs) and it's one two four on each wow you lucked out buddy (laughs) i I lucked out so i have like my webcams everything done yeah i had to buy the giant usb brick with the eight billion ports you know Mm. and you you attach two power bricks to it and you have a transformer outside and a rat is running through a cage it's a very complicated but i do appreciate that you have the um surge protector religion it's so funny how many offices i've set up and i didn't bother with one and i'm like what are you just an idiot or something (laughs) seattle power is not that great (laughs) i don't think it's to be honest with you it is really not that great you think we're a modern city (laughs) i know the embarrassing we have by the tv and in here i have those big thousand watt whatever you know surge protectors they have the output the current voltage everything that's going on Mm -hmm. And the amount of times that it buzzes because the dirty power is going into it is multiple yeah. times a day. Like it is. Oh, not, that often. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like especially uh, we're in an older building here. But even in the new building I was in, I would say it was worse. Mm-hmm. I would say it was worse. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. So those are a nice thing. And uh, you're doing something I was never great at, which is uh, when you were trying to put all the network equipment together, kind of you know, have a network hub of the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's never good at that. I would just run a really long network cable and I would drill, <laughs> literally just drill holes through the floor until, don't t- don't tell my apartment complex owner, <laughs> but you know, you, you, you find a way to uh, have multiple network <laughs> hubs and stations and all that stuff. So I'm a little jealous that you got that done nicely. Well, I'm going to tell you exactly how I did that, Frank. But let's take a second here and thank our sponsor this week, Instabug. You know Instabug. You love Instabug because we've been talking about Instabug on Merge Conflict for a while. They are a company and an SDK out on a mission to help you take care of your bug reporting and user feedback process so you can focus on debugging, fixing, and prioritizing your, your backlog items to be more productive. Now, once you install your SDK in mere moments, you can get a seamless two-way communication channel with your user. What does that mean? Well, it's easy. They streamline the entire bug reporting and feedback process. Your user shakes their phone, brings up a feedback screen, and what do you get? Well, you get everything that you possibly need to 
debug and figure out what's going on in your user's app. So for instance, you not only get a visual user steps about what they're doing in the app, you get a screenshot, network logs, UI view hierarchy, device details, and more. Of course, if for crashes, you get everything generated for you automatically, and it pipes back into your favorite tools like Jira, Slack, Trello, or GitHub. Instabug is used by more than 20,000 companies, including, you know, Lyft, eBay, PayPal, some companies you may have heard of. You can go learn more about Instabug, and when you sign up, you can get a free Instabug t-shirt by going to instabug.com slash merge. That's instabug.com slash merge. And thanks to Instabug for sponsoring this week's pod. Thanks, Instabug. Yeah. I was just getting uh, lectured. I need to do better on my user feedback, so I need mm. to start looking in to integrating it. It's sort of the next step, to be honest with you, yeah. besides just gathering data, but it's also two-way channel there. But, well, that's what I did. So let's get back to this networking. Because here's what I, I found is that I was just building networking things, so IoT devices and hubs and all these things. So I bought this little shelf. It's a really not good looking shelf. You can see it in the photo. <laughs> it's a little tiny, you know, two and yeah. a half foot tall Ikea type um, yep. thing. Little bookshelf. Nothing to little, imagine here, folks. <laughs> it's a tiny bookshelf. And then I cut out like a whole bunch of holes in the back of it. So that's where the cables are going to go through because, you know, bookshelves, <laughs> they don't usually have that. So on the bottom is I have my hub and I have all the little IoT devices, Velcroed. What I found is Velcro is the magic organizer. It's like the best thing in the world. Velcro, <laughs> you is, can Velcro anything. Two-sided, it's amazing. Yeah, um, I, because of my background, I actually use wire ties a lot, like, mm. um, you know, the plastic ones. The mm -hmm. problem with those is they're so permanent. And if you mess up or if you want to add a cable, it just keeps adding up. Velcro, Velcro is the answer. Yes, sir. Good choice. Velcro is great. And then I have on the side there, I stickied all the little IoT devices, everything that I could. And now I will say my router is in a box and it is a wireless router, but I, it is in a box, but at least half of it's open. So there's only, you know, my Android TV and cell phones that are on yeah. wireless now, but I think it's OK. And then It'll I started survive. to get other organization right so about stands like i went i, I spent like a hundred dollars or an organization stuff so new cables new cable management and then some stands for my surface book because laptops are big and they're <laughs> smaller if you put them vertical that is what i found out just in general surprise yeah uh, I went on Thingiverse and I just started printing out stands so I could hold things vertically because I came to the same conclusion as you. I I was um, laying them face down for the longest time, but obviously that takes up the worst space. And I, you never want to stack them. They're all made of like glass and aluminum and you're like, oh my God, you can't stack them. So yep, vertical is the way to go. And if you have access to a 3D printer, oh my God, there are 8 billion stands for 8 billion different devices. So print your heart out of new, new ways to hold devices. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I wish I had that. But of course, you would need to find a place for your 3D printer, of course. Oh, that's... wow. Catch 22. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, you put your network thing in a box and you're worried about that. We mean like a, a shelf on the bookshelf. Uh, I do the same thing. And Truth is, it probably isn't that great for it, but we live in 600 square foot apartments, so whatever. True, true. Yeah, and you know it's a pretty beefy router, so I hope that it's able to 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 just break the walls of of break this, it, <laughs> break this tiny wall, this ten dollar stand. Well, the so, thing is, you don't need to get expensive things to make it all work together. Yeah, um, 
I, I actually use an Eero in my tiny apartment. Ah. So three different devices, which sounds obnoxious and weird, but apartment buildings are obnoxious and weird. And it's it's amazing how quickly signals go away. So I've actually had really good success um, putting little Eeros around. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. I'd always thought about that because they are smaller just in general. I've had friends that have the Google Wi-Fi too. They're just nice and small where I have this gin- ginormous, you know, Nighthawk mm-hmm. router that. Yeah. It's, and this is years old. If I get a newer one, it's probably like as big as my monitor at this point, these crazy routers. I used to shove them all in the in the closet. That was my goal. But in the new apartment, and I'm sure your apartment's the same. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't have any um, Ethernet ports around the apartment. So in my old no, place, I did. Nice. Yeah, that, that yeah. now that's really cable management at the end of the day, because you can really pipe things uh-huh. through. But I don't know. Isn't that the nerd dream to build a house and have it all set up like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Someday. Can't afford a house. So. Well, in the office, I um, I have a, a technique that I don't see you taking advantage of. And I'm curious what you did, because we haven't talked about power at all, actual mm. electricity. And the solution I have is I bought those giant power strips, you know, the ones that have like 12 or 20 ports. I don't even know how big they are. They're just giant, you know, like three mm-hmm. feet long. And I just have those everywhere because I decided at some point in my life that I'm too old to be looking for power outlets <laughs> and I just want an infinite amount of power always. <laughs> well, so in our rooms here, there's really not that many outlets. So I have two in, into one outlet and I'm not an electrical engineer, so I don't really know the threshold of how much power a single circuit can can output. I assume it's infinite. That's my assumption. <laughs> yeah, sure. So yep, I, have, there. <laughs> I have two surge protectors. I have one smaller one that's like a 400 watt or whatever. Those are those cheaper $50 yeah. ones that you can get with battery backup. That does my monitors and a few little things here and there, like my, my you know hub for my Surface Book. And then I have the gigantic one, which is the 1000. Now, what I did Ooh. off of that is I did buy a power strip that is actually inside of that little bookshelf to do all the odds and ends. And nice. uh, the one thing I like about your power strips, I know I have one of those, too. They're very, very long, which means that the stupid wall warts, these dongles that are always in the worst possible oh my shape. God. Yeah. Why exactly. do they do that? Why do they do that? Oh, it's so frustrating. That is the best feature that they're all spaced out. You're not mm-hmm. everything fits. You don't have to worry about it fitting. Yeah. Well, I, you buy two got... of these puppies, stack them on top of each other and you're good for life. <laughs> and you're good. Yeah. So I had those before though. They are very long, but what I found is I found a smaller, uh, uh you know, eight, basically eight outlet okay. power strip, but it's the one that has the rotating uh, heads on them. So you can right. rotate yep. them in any direction. So they don't what look a great. Fancy modern world we live uh, in. We have rotating power, Alex. Look at that, folks. <laughs> New technology being brought to you all the time. 2019, baby. I love it. <laughs> and that that honestly helped me organize things so much because unfortunately we don't live in a world where everything is just a nice little two-prong plug. You have three prong and then you have wall warts that go to the left and to yeah. the right and that are huge and you're like oh geez and that was my problem i, I love i love how each one is trying to be convenient like oh we'll conveniently stick out the right side and we'll conveniently point in this direction <laughs> and it just ends up being this random mess <laughs> and you can't win so and that that honestly is you can't win and if you get a big power supply like i have the thousand watt 
you're only going to be able to use like six of the 12 that are on there because they're so close together that it doesn't make any sense. You almost have to get an, an external one. That's, that's what we have. But I will say it is a struggle throughout the house uh, because I always want to plug in more things and we never have any outlets and everything's always plugged in. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, my father um, helped build our house and he was an electrician. And he had the best magic trick I ever saw in my life. Uh, in my bedroom, uh, we got a second phone line. I think it was so we could use the internet and probably get on the AOL and the mm -hmm. CompuServe and all that. And we needed a new uh, phone outlet in the room. And he walks along the wall, taps, 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 takes a screwdriver, bangs the wallpaper. Cool. 70s, 60s home <laughs> wallpaper. And out pops a beautifully already wired... Um, telephone outlet he's like yeah i just had a few of these backed up just in case <laughs> uh, that is the best forethought ever and the best magic trick i've ever seen you know what i did at my uh, my old old place that i used to live it was a newer apartment complex talking about cable management things like this they had they had telephone they had telephone things throughout the apartment so not cat five yeah uh, but they yeah. they had telephone but the interesting part is that they had run Cat5 cable, but they were only using four of the eight because oh, for the telephone. so you just had to change the plug then, right? They had to change the plug. So you may be in that scenario where some of the places, they don't run telephone. They run Cat5 e-cable, uh -huh, yeah. but they only use certain parts of it for the telephone or whatever. And I just bought a, a, a climper or whatever, and I bought the little things and <laughs> bingo bango, and I totally did it. And it was it was great. Did you because... call it a climper? I want to call it a climper from now on. I want to call it a climp. What is it called? You know what it's called? Crimper. But I like climper. Elfinars. They're like the same letter. Yeah, climper. I like it. It's a climper. It's a little a little climper crimp. Climp crimp. <laughs> so you crimp something, get a climper. Exactly. That's, that's what you do. That's what you do. So. I, I feel really okay. good. I feel good. I feel Shall, shall I paint a picture for the audience? The final product here. Um, it's very nerdy looking. Everyone, go figure. Um, it's very tidy, though. I'm curious how long the tidiness will last for. Two days. But you do have, yeah, <laughs> you do have an amazing amount of peripherals. So, yeah, two day half life <laughs> maximum. <laughs> well, but it, it, it's impressive. It's a good cleanup job. Bravo. Bravo. I'm. And, I'm, and I want to mention one thing here is that I do have these are normal monitors on and that means there's a base and they're nice because they're rotatable bases, all these nice kind of mm -hmm. nice things that I can do vertical, horizontal. But the one thing that is really, really intriguing that I haven't gotten yet because of our snow, these things got lost in the mail, is I've decided to get rid of these stands and I have monitor arms coming because oh baby level two yes. level <laughs> level two is how do you get rid of these huge bases and just make it even more streamlined in general and you can get monitor arms and the ones that i found are 25 dollars. not bad mm. i don't know if they're gonna work no. out amazing but from all the reviews They'll be fine. they seem okay Modern modern monitors are actually not that heavy. They'll be fine. Uh, when I bought my um, iMac, I actually bought the Visa mount extension for it. So mm. technically, someday I can put it up on an arm also. I haven't felt the need to, to be honest. 
but I have a friend that's totally into that kind of stuff. And all the monitors are just floating out there in space and it's very sci-fi and very cool. So I totally applaud you for the effort. And honestly, I would love it because it would free up guest space for all those stupid iPhones and Mm -hmm. everything that I'm always playing with. Yeah, I would love for my desk to just be a keyboard and a trackpad and then the billion wires and devices. (laughs) Well, I started thinking that, too, is when I look at my desk and I, you know, I would love to see people tweeting photos of their desk to us because I think that'd be really fun Mm. just to see how people have it (laughs) organized. Yeah. And. And I'll tweet out my photos, too, of of the ones before and after. But what is unique about even when I'm looking at it right now in front of me is one third of the desk, like length from from where I sit to the wall is taken up by monitor and monitor, you know, the base of it. And I have to sit all my little things on top of it where you could just put things underneath it or nothing at all. And I believe that was that's the next level that I think will unlock even more tidiness where if I have to put other things up here, well, they're not being stacked on top of other things. They can just have their own place. So here's my iPhone. Here's my thing. And it'll just look organized. So and it's due diligence, though. That's what it comes down to is anything can become messy again in the matter of moments. I just have to keep at it uh, and not try to do this again in four months. So that's kind of my. (laughs) Yeah. And I have some ideals that I strive for. Um, When I was an electrical engineer, I got to work in a lab a lot. And you're up on a lab stool, on a lab bench, the monitors are on shelves, equipment is on shelves above them. You know, it's a very tiered system with using the full vertical direction. And I still wish I could get back to that point. <laughs> you know, I, I I got to taste Nirvana and I just haven't been able to get back to it. So I, I wish to get all my offices back to just being a lab in an office somewhere. <laughs> yeah, one day. Well, so you have multiple offices, which we've talked about here. How does my setup compare to everything that you've done? Have you ever taken steps to set up your office in a nice way? Or are you just like, James, whatever you're doing, that's shenanigans. Like, it doesn't really matter. No, I set up my office in a nice way all the time. You have to. Um, I think what Chef Ramsay always say, you need a clean kitchen to cook good food. <laughs> well, I don't have a clean desk, that's for sure. But it needs to have some level of organization to it. It, it just can't be total chaos. And yeah, honestly, maintaining two offices just doubles all of this. It's worse because... Anything you feel guilty about doubles. (laughs) Um, I went with the approach of, I can't guarantee I can keep the desk clean. So I bought myself giant desks. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Just tons of room. (laughs) So I can really, you know, if one part's getting messy, I just kind of push it off into the other part that we don't talk about. The the corner that will not be named. (laughs) And um, worse than that, I got two of them. (laughs) So... But um, I don't actually let it get that bad um, because it's just it's just nice feeling to just know that you have a big workspace in which to work and you're not just surrounded with clutter. Yeah, I was when I was ordering this desk, I almost wish that I got a bigger desk. My desk is relatively small. You can see from the photos that there's no nothing on the left or right of my monitors. My monitors take up the entire width of the desk. I had experimented for a long time with the vertical on it. And I think I'm just going to keep horizontal on both monitors because I don't know. I seems to seem to work better. There's more real estate left to write. 
But I almost wish that I had a very much longer desk because I could start to put things over there where now I have a I have a I have a little office, not an office, but I have a little not a alcove. <laughs> no, it's it's like a has drawers. It's like a little office drawer thing. Filing cabinet. Ha, thank yes. you. I have a classic, filing cabinet. Classic filing cabinet. I have a classic twenty dollar filing cabinet. And that <laughs> is the thing where all of the things go. <laughs> so you can barely <laughs> you can barely open the drawer. So while I will say I've reorganized and made this nice and clean, there are definitely parts that unfortunately you can't get everything clean. But one thing I don't have, which I'm sure you may have noticed, is I have no physical books whatsoever. But I know that that is not the case for you, Frank. <laughs> yeah, talk about clutter, right? So over the years, I've just collected so many physical books. When you wanted to talk about clean offices, I was like, I got to talk about my books because of all the things that weigh on my mind, of all the things that are the most clutter in my life, it's definitely my books. <laughs> like I just have so many of them and I don't know why I keep collecting them other than I just love them and I have like having the resource. But the truth is, um, uh, like the internet works fine these days. I can almost always find something online. Mm -hmm. But uh, I had a funny experience the other day, James. My library actually functioned. Your <gasps> physical library or like the Seattle Public Library? As in, I've been carrying around like 8 billion tons of books for the last 20 years of my life, and finally I had a use for one. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, good. Got it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I make light. I just love books. Um, so all my offices, um, I'm sorry, at home at least, I, um, I'm covered in bookshelves. At my previous office, I actually had tons of bookshelves there too. At my current office, I don't. I've consolidated everything. But I like having books around. Uh, they remind me of things I used to know. <laughs> and then... Um, I was actually working on a problem the other day, and it's one of those hard problems where you read a research paper, and then the research paper leads you to another research paper, and that leads you to another research paper, and you're like, oh, God, I'm just, this is too much information. I can't learn this. And then finally, the last research paper points to a book. I'm like, oh, I've heard of this book. So I go on Amazon. I'm like, I'm going to buy this book. I've heard of this before. <laughs> and it turns out, oh, I own this book, and I was able to consult my library and actually use it. And actually learned something from my own library that ostensibly I knew in the past. <laughs> Isn't that weird? So I guess there is something worth carrying around tons and tons of physical dead trees. <laughs> you can't get rid of everything. You know, that's the thing is you can't get rid of everything, but you can organize everything so you can find things. So the question I have is from the moment that you found that you had already purchased the book or already owned it because Amazon does that little thing. It's like, just so you know, you've already purchased this. Are you sure you want to buy it again? How long did it take you to locate that book in your library? Longer than it should have. Um, <laughs> here's the problem with how my brain works. I've memorized things by color, usually. Mm. And I was convinced it was a gray book. And so, you know, I just was not looking at any book that wasn't gray. And so it was staring me in the face the entire time, but I just could not see it for the life of me. But James, this leads to probably the, probably the nerdiest thing I've done in my life. Um, I spent a significant part of my senior year in college in the library, and I love the library. And I got to love um, the Library of Congress uh, organization system, the the letters and numbers that they use. Oh, okay, yeah. I had basically, yeah, I had basically, not the Dewey Decimal System, the other one. The other one, yeah, yeah. We, we have two systems, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so the other system, I had basically memorized computer science. Like I knew exactly which call letters to go to for which topic and which author and that kind of stuff. And so um, 
my first year out of college, I actually started looking up every one of my books and putting the Library of Congress call number on it and organizing them on the bookshelf that way. And to this day, about half of my books have Frank's Library, (laughs) Library of Congress stickers on them. That is very good. I like that. It's it's organized. It's it's if, and you have to memorize, right? Heather, she organizes all of our books. We have a bookshelf out, outside by the television. She organizes all of it by color and oh yeah, by name. I think I like inside it. of that, it's very nice uh, in general because a lot of the travel. Oh, yeah, it books, must look good. It looks good. It yeah. looks visually pleasing. That is for sure. Yeah. So yeah, less cluttery. Yeah, that would be nice. I've been tempted. Uh, another friend mentioned that. And I'm just like, I don't know that, you know, there's the OCD part of me that likes organization. But then there's the the aesthetic part of me that's like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, she goes by color, but then also by by size from large to small. So it is a very fun. It's very nicely done. Yeah. So you got to say organized, I think. And, and it is it does makes it a little bit a little bit nicer um, in general. So uh, I like how we just talked about yeah. organizing offices for 35 minutes. That's pretty good. And the truth is, my as I look down, my desk is so cluttered. But it is mostly wires. I I, I wasn't lying. It would be clean if there were all these wires were gone. <laughs> and I wish that there were even more ways to get rid of the wires. So if anyone has great ideas or you have a great office setup that you're like, wow, this is like how I do it and this is how I organize everything, I'd be super into knowing. And not just because it's like, oh, I want it to be organized, but I think it's just going to make me feel happier about going and working and sitting down at the desk. Cause when things are really disorganized, I, it sort of scrambles my mind. You can't focus. You're just looking and trying to figure out like, how do I do this and do that and do this? So let me know. I'd be super interested to give us a, give an email and, and or tweet at us at merge conflict FM and let us know. Maybe you've ran through the same thing. Maybe you are watching Marie Kondo and you're like, I'm going to reorganize everything. We've done that in our house for sure. I'd uh, be interested to see how your journey has gone, but Frank, I don't think that we can talk about this anymore because everyone has already fallen asleep, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, no, because there's always the people that love like those server rack photos with all the like, <gasps> network cables routed around and going through channels and spreading out. Who doesn't like those pictures? So just imagine those pictures in reverse. Now go back and re-listen to the episode and imagine <laughs> There <those>. you go. <laughs> well, I, you, you've seen the when the test cloud they like and, and now it's app center test they did those photos of the server racks with all the phones on them do you remember seeing that mm-hmm. very organized very very organized <laughs> i've walked i've walked through those i've been <laughs> in all house and i've walked through this the rat and they're all custom build racks and all custom power units and the cables are all just perfection you're like well, I, I, like it's just like imagining Uh, imagining that but then imagine if you've gone to like apple right what are the apple design head like it has to be like perfection just johnny ives just like oh look at everything's white beautiful i want that in my life someday i'll get into the spaceship donut i'll give a report back (laughs) yes do it all right frank anything else from you that you want to talk about ah that's funny thanks (laughs) all right cool all right thanks everyone for tuning in let us know what your office looks like. And if you've gone through a reorganization recently, go to mergeconflict.fm and hit that contact us button or tweet at us at James Montemagno at Proclarum. The show is at mergeconflict.fm on Twitter. And that's going to do it. So until next time, this has been another Merge Conflict. I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Kruger. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>